welcome to episode 35, campfire number 12. We missed you. Welcome back, everybody. Did you, did you miss us? <laughs> of course they did. I heard a lot of people missed us. As they should. Just kidding. I know. Uh, welcome back, booze, and welcome new booze. One and all, yes. Yeah, um, if you're just tuning in, I'm Cindy. I'm Gabriella. I'm Andrea, and we are Haunted Admanas. All right, well, I don't know who goes first today, but I know it's not me, so whoever it is, It's go Cindy ahead. and then and then me. Ah, okay. it is I, and I will actually have uh, a couple of tales. Oh, she, okay. Yes, yes. Um, the first one is called My Alien Slash Demon Encounter. Oh, hell no. <laughs> I is, know. It's like two of my worst ones. Is it like Ooh. an alien and a demon mixed in one? Or is you it? Shall, you shall see. Mm. Sit back and relax. How about okay. mine to relax after? Okay, bye. <laughs> Wait, what? You sound like you're just hanging up the phone on me, bro. What do you mean? What's happening? That was me saying bye. I'm going to shut up now. <laughs> okay, I was like, oh. All right. My friends are paragliders. They pilot those things that look like kites, but much bigger and more strings. You sit in a harness and fly it with your hands pulling down on your brake strings. We live in mountains about 6,000 feet above sea level. There's quite a lot of folks living up there too. To give you an idea of my high school, there was about 1,500 kids. And I graduated with 300, including me. A nice spot for flying paragliders and hang gliders was known as the launch. One night while we were all hanging out there and the last pilot, Jeremy, was packing up his wing, a skinny man with black hair walked out of the woods right along with his smaller dog on a leash. He looked clean cut and dressed fairly well. He was walking over towards us and my outgoing friend Jeremy said, what's up, man? <laughs> Pause. This reminds me of dad. The way, cause <laughs> like, the way you said it was him. That's how I. That's how I thought I'm of him. Picture, what do I picture, Dad? Oh my God. <laughs> okay. All right. In a welcoming voice, to which the man replied, "What I can only describe as a lot of gibberish," and he was speaking really fast. However, I was able to make out the words. Shut the fuck up, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh my <laughs> God. This is Dad. Okay. He gave off tweaker vibes at first, but didn't make sense because of how, how well-dressed he was and clean he was. But hey, you never know. I got a little weirded out as he passed us and walked over to my coworkers who were also there meeting my paragliding friends. Startled, I finished my, my conversation with Jeremy's as he threw his wing in his car and before drive, driving off yelling out one last, good night, y'all. Love you guys. Night, Jay. Love you too, dude. We replied, the man, the men... The man yelled back at him, but now in a not the man yelled back at him, but not in a loving way. He said, shut up, asshole, cunt. <laughs> and just about every other name in the book, my friend Tyler told him he should watch his language because everyone on the mountain knew Jeremy and how nice he was. A really great man, I might add. Anyways, after that, the man went on a rant or two or three about his life, explaining that he essentially hates everyone at his work using awful names to describe people letting the man rant on about his life i eventually picked up on him saying things that started to make my stomach turn in an extremely rapid pace his talking went on and on and on during his rant he said things verbatim i hate this stupid fucking mountain i want to burn it down to the ground i like lacing people's drinks and watching them freak out oh my god i look around to see if anyone was was in as much disbelief as I was about this guy. And luckily, my buddy Tyler gave me the, can you believe this guy look? I work at a camp that is designed for people with special needs. He apparently used to work there and was mentioning the campers as retards, which number one, obviously isn't the correct thing to say. And number two, my little brother's on the autism spectrum. So that comment made me more irritated. He started mentioning how he wanted to burn my hometown. It got to a point where I stopped him mid-sentence and asked who are you he still didn't even introduce himself yet but he responded by saying my name is dan to which i replied okay dan where do you live he told me that he lived on the same street at the launch just a few houses down the road 
and I tried my absolute best to explain to him in the most peaceful way that he was coming off really strong, rude, and even creepy. After about a two-minute in-depth speech to him, he resumed ranting about his life as if I didn't even say anything. (laughs) Now I was getting pissed. (laughs) He eventually walked to his car after maybe 10 minutes of creeping us all out. He then got into his car and sped towards the camp where we were all staying at. I got chills, as I assumed the worst. After maybe a full minute, he flew back down the street the other way, and that was the last we saw of him. There was a weird vibe in the air the rest of the night. We eventually packed up our things and headed back to camp, but everyone else had other plans for the rest of the night at a local bar. So I was at camp alone. We... We all were split up to five different cabins, and I was in cabin number four. Alone, the only other people on site were two admin directors, but they were staying in the infirmary infirmary (laughs) Infirmary. on the other side of the camp. There were many bunks in the cabin, and I slept against the wall in the corner directly adjacent to the door. Now, this wasn't just a regular door. It was a heavy door, the ones with the bar across them and the loud locking sound when it shuts. I was brushing my teeth in the bathroom of the cabin when I heard the heavy door open. Footsteps were now approaching the bathroom, and right before the bathroom door, the footsteps stopped. Looking back, I really regret doing this, but I wanted an answer, to, so I said, hello? There was silence for five seconds. The footsteps walked out, and I heard the door open and close. Already freaked out, I immediately followed behind the footsteps and opened the door to outside, expecting to see someone walking down the path to the other cabins, but there was no one. I went to my bed and was texting on my phone with my head right in front of an open window. Then I heard footsteps again. This time, they were outside and directly behind my window. My window is right next to the back of the cabin, and there's no reason to be back behind it. There's not a trail or a path that goes back there. It's all leaves and twigs. Anyone working there would have no reason to go behind the cabins like that. I knew that they were human steps because of how distinct they were. And bears would often come through here, but bears will make a chuff sound naturally and also sound a lot smoother than paced human steps. I was panicking at this point. I quickly fell to the floor underneath the window and listened. The footsteps stopped right at the window. I held my breath and froze. About 30 seconds passed, but it felt way longer than that. The footsteps walked away until I couldn't hear them anymore. My heart pounding, my mind racing with so many questions, I almost called the police. Right as I felt comfortable to move up from the floor, my nightmare turned for the worse. Directly down the hall, I see the door handle jiggling. I hear three taps on the door. Not knocks, strange tapping sounds followed by a scratch across it. I pick up my phone and text it to admin saying on site. I said something like, hey, did you guys just come by cabin four? They responded quickly with no, we've been in our rooms the whole time. I felt sick. I asked if they could stop by and hang out with me for a few minutes. They agreed and let themselves in. After explaining everything to them, to them they calmed me down and eventually got me laughing after about a half hour of talking. They left after a while, and I drifted into an an uneasy sleep. I woke up the next morning tired and slumped. I didn't get too much sleep. However, however, I didn't ever see the man ever again. I don't know if these two incidents were were one and the same or different. Regardless of that, it was the creepiest night of my life. You want to know what was also fast, or what did he say, rapid? The um, way I read it? Yeah! Sidiac, <laughs> <laughs> I swore you never took a breath in between sentences. Just slow me down. <laughs> no, it's fine, because like, you're on a roll. In the, in the, in the speed. <laughs> no, it's fine. I just thought it I was funny. I knew you were going to say that. I always read fast. <laughs> so I'm a really, really fast reader. Like, so I've been a fast reader since, like, I was in second grade or whatever like that was um you know when you take tests and stuff and like you look at your strengths and weaknesses mm-hmm. the <laughs> speed of speed ability or whatever the hell is like speed ability or no sé qué or reading speed it was always super high uh-huh. and then right now and like growing up always like i've noticed where when i'm reading something with someone at the same time i was like i finish 
like way ahead of people. Yeah. Yeah, my hurry up. But I know you caught yourself because you slowed down a little bit at the end, but I thought it was funny. I don't think this is a demon or a alien, but like them being on a mountaintop and this occurring, like, of course, it's the perfect setting for something out of the norm and paranormal, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that it, like, got in a car <laughs> and, like, it was dressed nice, I don't yeah. know. I just feel like it was two isolated incidents. I think the first one was, you know, a person that had a lot of mental issues. Mm-hmm. But that second counter, that's where I think it could have been um, some sort like of ghost paranormal or, or... Yeah. Yeah. Or something unexplainable. And go. it just sucks that it happened on the same day. <laughs> Poor guy. He was going I through know. it that day. <laughs> I know. Um, but yeah, paragliding sounds cool. <laughs> nah. Well, you said nah? Nah. I don't, just sounds, I don't I don't want to risk it. For the no, risk I wouldn't it. do it. I'd witness it, though. <laughs> um, okay, hold on. So I have another story. This one freaked me out because, um, because anytime there is a deep, like anytime we, uh, I can't talk today. Speak. Anytime. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Speak. (laughs) Anytime I hear like, a demon's name you know how you're not supposed to say it yes it freaks me out like yeah, me that too. really scares me i believe in that so yeah you're not supposed to at all yeah I guess so what am i gonna do it. right now i'm gonna say it no you're not no you're <laughs> in not this, bitch, in this no i don't even want to okay. hear it ready no okay i'm ready i'm ready what the fuck is wrong with you guys <laughs> your discretion did i have some kind of demonic encounter in my sleep I'll be honest, this kind of stuff scares the hell out of me so much so I wouldn't even dream of saying the name from the dream. But I'll type how it sounds pronounced because that should be fine, right? Oh, I had a dream that I was lying in bed and my dad was holding a crucifix aimed at me. It was burning his hand and he had these weird circular geometric looking burns on his face, neck and forehead. He said I had one too underneath my left eye, but it didn't hurt. My grandma walked in and said, what are y'all doing? She walked, up, she walked up to me and said, what's this on your cheek? My dad started to shout, don't say it, but it was too late. Okay. Oh, my God. Oh, now I can't say no. it. <laughs> I hope you don't. I'm too scared. Uh, okay, I'm going to spell it the way it sounds, okay? E-B-A-H space M-A-H space lock. Okay. So the whole house shook and I heard an ungodly screaming in my ears. My grandma got flung into the hallway and my dad out the window. That's when I woke up with my head arched back into (gasps) my pillow. Oh, my God. I don't know what it means, but I'm terrified. I have a history of seeing spirits. So when demonic entities get involved in my dreams, all I can think is, nope, not happening. I'm good. I know that people say that dreams aren't real and that's what you guys want, but I just can't brush it off. It's terrifying. So should I be concerned? Yeah, bruh. Uh, you definitely so. should Most be concerned. Definitely. Anytime that happens, you need to go ahead and do some sort of spiritual cleansing. Go go straight to church, get your holy water, um, pray on it, and definitely grab some sage and sage the space. Go go ahead and take a little swim in the holy water while you're at it. Because fuck no. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, nah. um, so speaking of sage, um, when the cousins were at my house for the week, Katia was <laughs> looking at my um, like sofa table. 
And she's like, why do you have Sage right here? (laughs) No, of course she didn't sound like that. She's like, girl, what is this shit? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Let me me, me be authentic to her in the story. And I was like, that's Sage. She's like, why why do you need this shit? Now you know, Katya, God bless her. (laughs) She's, you know, former military, very uh, conservative. So I had to explain to her that, you know, it's not brouhaha, that it's... (laughs) Your house being haunted. Mm-hmm. No, that mm-hmm. is it's to protection. Keep, exactly, Cleansing. it's to keep the the spears clean. And then Lourdes was like, "No, because this place is haunted." Ah, oh, that's my girl. <laughs> I fucking knew she would. That's why Lulu's on point. She knows what she's up. like. No, I am not fucking around <laughs> with that. And Love was like, "It's okay, we ghosts, and we got rid of it." She's like, "Hell no!" <laughs> and so, and then uh, one time. She was upstairs by herself and like she was, you know, used the bathroom, was washing her hands. And she said she thought she saw something in the mirror and she ran downstairs. Oh, and God I was damn. like, girl, you're just spooking yourself out. You didn't God damn, said she saw something? No, Lourdes. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Probably. <laughs> Poor thing. She probably got something. But so something I didn't know about her that was uh, very interesting is that she's actually sensitive. Um, so right before Tata died, Lourdes is, yeah, Lourdes, yeah, and Lula confirmed it, Lula, like, her and and her mom, Lula, told me the story, so, sorry, booze, Lula is our cousin, and her daughter is Lourdes, and they were spending the night at my house for a week, um, while they were in town for our niece's, uh, quince, quinceañera. So anyway, um, while they were at my house, they explained that Lourdes is um, sensitive, quote unquote. So she's predicted a lot of stuff. And one of them was Tata's uh, death. So she had told her mom before, like, Tata's going to die soon. I've, I've dreamt it. I felt it. No sé qué. And she was really close with Tata, her and uh, Christopher. Yeah. Uh, specifically. So they finally go and visit Tata right before she passed away. Um, yeah. So I'm like, I see little one. Our <laughs> family. <laughs> our family's what's that called? Bruhaha. Like just kidding. Bruhaha has I'm come sorry. down <laughs> to you. Has trickled down <laughs> and passed down to thee. <laughs> Go on, little one. <laughs> so I thought that was interesting. But no, they cool. were they didn't, you know, experience anything. And Nash was sleeping in my basement the whole time. Oh hell no. He was he fit right in down there. You know what? I think I prefer your basement rather than your like attic room. I'm not gonna lie. Why? I don't know. It just makes me uncomfy. Oh my god, yesterday <laughs> I was uh, watching TV on the on the sofa. Google upstairs in the bathroom in our bathroom would not stop going off. I was like, "You fucking bitch, stop it!" <laughs> That's what and then like finally went up there and like unplugged it. Um, yeah, we're it's probably because your ghosts were trying to listen to some music. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, it was it played like weird music, Andrea? Ah, uh, because it's freaking ghosts, Cindy. What else? It was fucking weird. It, I'm like, what the fuck? And then I got so annoyed at the end and angry. I was like, stop. But I took it out on Google. I think it's her. No, anyway. it's her ghost. Um, wait, so why does she say it's haunted, your house? Who? Look at this. Oh, no, she didn't say it was. She oh. just said she it, it, it encountered that. But I'm saying it. she just freaked herself out. That's oh, it. Oh, all right, got it. Okay. Yeah. What was I going to say? Oh, so speaking of dreams, Alejandro had a dream last night that his like teeth fell out. And- oh, I've had that. Yeah, but his thing is, like, when he has that dream, like, somebody dies. So the last time that he had that dream, his mom's client passed. Oh, and so no. he's like, who are we expecting this time? Uh, Knock on wood. Yeah, I know. But there's that, that like, theory that goes around also when you dream that your teeth fall out. There's a lot of different, like, dream things. If any of you booze out there know how to interpret dreams hit us up and let us know because i think that'd be super cool i got a couple dreams that i could share 
I find really weird. Um, do you still have COVID? Kind of. So I took a, <laughs> a test yesterday and the lines were like very, very thin, like, or nothing, um, see-through if that makes sense because I took an at-home test mm-hmm. and um they were still there like you can see it but it was like very barely visible so it's like kind yeah. of like just like leaving my system yeah how do you think you got it I don't know I'm not sure Alejandro didn't test positive at all so I'm wondering if maybe his body is just more acclimated to COVID because he's had it before and he has like all the boosters and like I have the boosters as well but this is my first time getting it and I didn't have bad symptoms, thank God, because y'all know how I get when I'm sick. It was just like, it felt like really, really bad allergies. Yeah. But um, it's because your shot think. and your boosters. That's thank why. God. Oh, yeah, I know. If you didn't I'm, have the shots or boosters, your bo- you would be like feeling like you're paralyzed and just blah, apparently. Yeah. And my biggest concern was <coughs> my asthma. So guess me. what? What? So uh, I finally saw a specialist this You got asthma? <laughs> who uh, went over my breathing results and said, your girl got asthma. No oh my shit. God, damn it. <laughs> knew I it. knew, knew it. that. So um, I had a lung infection that turned into bronchitis that turned into asthma. And he said, the good news is... Um, I will probably not have symptoms the majority of the time, but <laughs> I will have flare-ups. And the flare-ups occur when, like, I get sick or allergies or, you know. Yeah. And so I just need to take a good puff right before I work out or do, you know, any physical extracurricular <laughs> activities. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. You should also take a puff before. So if you ever go away, do you ever have those, um, do you ever have allergies when you go away and then come back and see your pets? And you yes. Get, yeah. Yes. So take a puff beforehand because that's when my allergies get really bad. Um, With any, like even with Nico, like um, if I don't see him for a couple of days and I come back, like my allergies are really bad. And that's when my asthma flares up. But So mine yeah. is smoke. Like, oh my God, if... The, like the moment, it, it, like, you know, when something is burning on the stove mm-hmm. or, you know, like if there's um, like a fire pit or like mm-hmm. someone's smoking, it's like so embarrassing. But I will cough till I pee myself. Like I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. um, just because like, I don't know why that's like the one thing that really triggers me is smoke. Everybody's different. Yeah. After COVID, my lungs were like, <laughs> yeah, bitch. Okay, I got join you. join the club of after getting something you get asthma. I forgot that you have asthma because um of chemo. Uh, yeah, they asked me today. They're like, "Does anyone in your family have asthma?" And I was like, "No." So, yeah, I mean, mine isn't natural. That's the thing. Mine came from a fucking chemical. So okay, me too. <laughs> no, yours came from an infection. Um. Okay, who's next? Nana. Me. And I actually have two. Okay, shit. Um, Everybody really coming with two ones. today. It's two for yeah, two Tuesday. It's almost two for two Tuesday. I got one. You already know. <laughs> All right, sorry. I'm just pulling it up right now. Okay. Um. So the first one is, okay. The, the title for the first one I'm about to read is The Experience That Made Me Question It All. <clears throat> Let me start by saying I come from a deeply re- religious family where we never spoke about the paranormal. That being said, I've had many different experiences in my life that cannot be explained. Before my husband and I moved, we were in a newer townhouse and we are and we were the only oh my god. Before my husband and I moved, we were in a newer townhouse and were the only ones and we're only the second or third tenants. There were several times I had seen. Oh, <laughs> did I start? Do I just start over? Well, I try to correct you because the word is tenants, but you were like tenant. Start my No, it's because I brushed that sentence after like the third time trying. I know. To, like, it's time. Like, <laughs> <"Neo."> <laughs> 
what one time this guy used to date i was reading uh our horoscopes and he's like any every time you get to a word that you don't know how to pronounce you get really low no no i've never like experienced anything embarrassing when it comes to public speaking you know growing up in high school or middle school thankfully or you know elementary school but one funny most secondhand embarrassing moment i've had for someone oh my god um, <laughs> so in her english class sophomore year she was reading out loud and the word is is island but she pronounced it as islan oh and everyone no. <laughs> i felt everyone looked up i felt so embarrassed for her because everyone just like dogged her ass and she's like that's how i pronounce it i know how it's <laughs> that are like the right way is wrong because it's not my way bitch you don't know oh my god. say it <laughs> oh my god sorry i'm getting off topic but i almost peed myself because all the basketball players are there and like some of my teammates and we're just laughing oh my god okay um never mind <clears throat> after <laughs> Start from the word Let me start tennis. by saying I come from a deeply religious family where we never spoke about. The oh, wait! <laughs> oh my God! What? What? What did I, I say? Something? Can you can you start over again? Because right when I, you started, I I was saying something and then you started your story I did that to you earlier when i was introducing ourselves you're like you're about to say something i was like my name is or whatever i always do that to each other how the fuck do other people that do podcasts not do it i want to know and other podcasters that are listening i want to know how you guys don't fucking interrupt each other because my sisters and i that's what we do best to one another we should have discussed that before we started this project Let me start by saying I come from a deeply religious family where we never spoke about the paranormal. That being said, I've had many different experiences in my life that cannot be explained. Before my husband and I moved, we were in a newer townhouse and were only the second or third tenants. There were several times I had seen different things or even experienced voices. My stepson even would tell us that his friend Charlie came to visit at night. One night, when it was just my husband and I home, we were together talking in bed. I started to hear a quiet whistle, like a song. I had asked my husband if he could hear it, but he had suggested it was just the wind. About five minutes later, we had continued our conversation, and I had a blinding pain in my head, which came out of nowhere. At that moment, my husband then heard the whistling. We both stopped and looked at each other only for the whistling to stop and the sound of footsteps pounding up our hallway stairs. My husband ran outside our bedroom. There was nobody there, and my sudden headache went away. Normally, I would think it was a nightmare, but both my husband and I heard the whistling, the footsteps, and then the pain. When my mother heard about what happened a few weeks later during a family dinner, she pulled me aside and let me know that I needed to be careful because... I had always been sensitive to the other side. Needless to say, this, spe- this specific experience has always stuck with me. And that's the first story, guys. Hey, Nana, can I'm you hear me? I'm going to move on to my second story. No. What? What? I- <laughs> you can hear me? You say no? She's like, no. Bye. And let me start my second story. <laughs> No, <laughs> no, bitch. I can't. Oh, yes, I'm trying to finish this. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> guys, I'm sorry. Can we just? <laughs> this is Nana's head. We just got like a, a glimpse of what's inside her head. She's like, no, <laughs> no, I can't fucking hear you. I'm gonna go on with my story. There's a thing. <laughs> Never mind. Like, can you hear me? I'm like, no, I can't at all. Not at all. I'm just responding to you, you know? <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, God. It's only Monday. 
Uh, um, okay, so that was my first story. I'm going to move on to my second. <clears throat> the title for the second story is Strange Entity from My Childhood. <clears throat> Just want to share an incident that happened to me and my brother back in the summer of 2000. I was eight years old at the time and my brother was 13. Context. At the time, my uncle was a major in the armed forces and was posted with his family to a small town in southern Pakistan called Pano Akil. Please excuse my mispronunciation, anyone, if I did. <clears throat> As we were in the middle of the summer break, me and my family were invited to stay at my uncle's place for a week. A long overdue chance to catch up with my cousins and spend some good old-fashioned family time. Just to describe the general layout of the house in a better way, it's a bunch of army houses, all slightly unorthodox. They comprise of a small two-bedroom home surrounded by large grounds on the front and back. <clears throat> the ground in the front was where all of us would play football or just generally hang about. And the ground in the back had a moderately sized pumpkin patch, a laundry unit, the kennels where the two dogs were kept, and more interestingly, a small enclosure with the gate on it, which was locked with a large padlock. Curious about that enclosure and having tr having tried and failed to unlock it, me and my brother asked my uncle about what was inside, to which he politely told us that it was not important under no circumstances should we, should we try and get inside it or fool around with the lock. Now, do you think we followed his instructions? Obviously not. Me and my brother roped in our cousins and tried to get that locked open, but the damn thing couldn't budge. On top of that, there wasn't any crawl space or any crevice above the gate that I could climb on top of to get inside. It was like a sealed box in a sense. Making matters worse, we kicked the gate, hit the lock with whatever we could find, but nothing. By the end, we were sweaty and tired and just headed inside before sunset. Remember when I said we went for this trip in the summer? Well, the house... Well, the house had only one air conditioner and my grandparents slept in that room. It was unbearable, humid indoors, so all of us decided to sleep in the front lawn outside on traditional hutipits called man manjis. This is pretty common, especially back in the day when air conditioners were not common in middle-class households. Me and my brother shared one with our two cousins, completely oblivious as to what was about to happen to us. I remember this as if it was yesterday. I woke up to see everyone asleep around me, and at the foot of the bed was this massive shadowy silhouette standing there looking straight at me. There were no features to this being, no face, no mouth, but just an intense darkness where their eyes would where the eyes would have been. It was probably eight to feet tall. It towered over us. It didn't move, it didn't make a sound, it was just watching me. I remember being completely paralyzed for at least two minutes. I just lay there looking at this thing. I felt this warm damp dampness spreading down my leg. I wet my pants. I mustered some courage to try and wake my brother up, poked and prouded him until he jolted awake, cursing under his breath. He looked at that being and just shouted, Ama, Ama, which means mom, mom, waking up the whole family. This thing, in just a flash, bolted towards the back of the house, but not as if it was running away. All we could see was a long shadow, visible enough in the dim moonlight and the little bit of lighting outdoors, just flying off. My dad and uncle ran to the back of the house chasing this thing. The rest of the family eventually followed, and what we saw blew our minds. The door to that enclosure, the one we had been trying to open all day, was wide open. The padlock was on the floor, and inside was an unmarked grave. What followed was a thorough verbal bashing from my dad and uncle, who explained that the grave was the grave was that of a local elder, and the locals requested to keep it locked at all calls, at all costs, as there was a dwelling of jeans that was present to guard the grave. Our goofing around disturbed the entity and resulted in this paranormal occurrence. Yeah. On a side note, I am not particularly religious, never have been, but this incident has always shaken me up because I have never been able to rationalize it. And that is my second <clears throat> story, guys. That's why you kids need to listen to your parents or parental figures and not 
fuck around with this shit, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. You are warned. Or you can and then share it with us. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> we have one person who is all about being bad, and we have another who actually rationalizes and does a haunted and manas podcast, but is also very scared of haunted things. No biggie. So tell me why when you said the part of like it like running away, but like it wasn't running away. All I could think of, Nana, was like you and your black leggings with the black oh my socks God. and like doing the <laughs> And I just like imagine like you like galloping away. That's so scary. <laughs> you know what I was, no, you know what I imagine, Andrea? You know um, the movie Spirited Away? Yes. Where's the Spirit Away? No. Yeah, Spirited, uh, Spirited Away. The, it's Spirited Away, yeah. You know how the one, like, I forgot the name, the black veiled, like, monster creature with the mask Ooh. keeps eating and eating yes. and it just gets big and stuff? Ew, ew, yeah, you remember so that? scary. Traumatizing, Yeah, it scared me. I love that. I love that movie. That's what, that was with my mind. <laughs> That's even worse. That sucks. They pee their p themselves. Oh, I, I was thinking, I was like, that sucks. Yeah. You know, really you know you're scared when you pee yourself. Relatable, so. Wow. What, you and peed then yourself from being we, scared? No, but we've all pissed our fucking pants a little bit. Yeah. How many times yeah, do we say I'm going to pissed? You know what's funny? <laughs> our first time ever recording our podcast, so episode one, Cindy, like, tinkled herself a little bit. <laughs> I remember we're all, so, <laughs> we're all so nervous, you know, recording ourselves. Like, oh, my God, we're hearing our ugly-ass voices. <laughs> we had a couple beers, and we're just dying of laughter. I don't remember peeing myself. You don't remember? Uh -uh. No, you yeah, tinkled yourself. With you. Were you, you like with us, with me? Recording? Yeah. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I, I was upstairs. Remember. I mean, I believe it. <laughs> if I was laughing hard enough, <laughs> that you tinkled. I like yeah. that word. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. Anyways, back to um, my story. The first one. Oh, I got really scared of that one too. Just because I just not I could myself, see you know, in bed, day. and you know, Cindy. Why would you just interrupt? Just audacity, Andrea, to interrupt. She, she I'm sorry. I'm trying to talk on this podcast. Okay, I'm don't. Like, Cindy, <laughs> don't go go asking other podcasters how they don't interrupt each other. Meanwhile, you're yeah. over here. I'm sorry. It's all you when you're talking. <clears throat> and Cindy pulls out her phone with a big old smile, and there's some wedding dress. She's like, what was I saying? Take you Whatever. I'm done. Yeah, last time, but look how cute this little. Oh uh, my god, Cindy! Look how cute that shit is. I'm sending it to you right now. Okay, sorry. How about you get off your phone and focus on us recording? <laughs> I swear, my phone just like popped up and showed this shit to me. That's so weird. And okay, you just so happily just grabbed it too, huh? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> and put your and put your phone to the to the computer screen, huh? <laughs> it's like her phone wet into her hand. Like shoot, shoot. Yeah, it, like it just—it just, it just magically came to my hand, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go on, madam. <laughs> oh, thank you. I feel so honored, you know. <laughs> um, but the first one was extra spooky because it just for me. I imagine the time when I was living with you, Cindy, and like obviously I lived in the attic room, mm -hmm. and it, like the door was closed. But you know how the stairs are so creaky, and I yes. just pictured that. Like I imagine myself back in that room at night by myself. That room is not the <laughs> Or like, here's the whistle, and it's like, it stops, and then you're like, <gasps> and someone yeah. just coming up and running up the creaky-ass stairs. Oh, no. I can't. I'll never forget the time where I'm out to dinner with, like, Carmen and her <laughs> husband and Chris, and I get a phone call because Gabriel was like, I see that people. And I'm like, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm scared. She pulled on Andrea and said, I'm scared. For real. <laughs> no, Lola scared me more, to be honest. Like, I've been alone in your house so many times. Like, it's fine. I prefer sleeping upstairs in the basement. <clears throat> but that night was so spooky. I've never seen Lola <clears throat> act like that. And this is I a know. time where your front door wasn't properly, like, latching Cindy. So mm. when y'all came back, was the door open? <laughs> I'm so scared. She was like, that was that one time when you had a hole in your attic. <laughs> <laughs> and that wind and chiming. <laughs> like, uh, remember when you didn't pay the utilities and the lights went out and I thought it was a ghost? 
Why you gotta put me out there? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> just like that was when the door didn't lock. <laughs> no, it just wasn't latching. It was. It wasn't your guys' fault. When it was not latching. <laughs> you, when you guys discovered it, you fixed it <laughs> <laughs> after a while. Okay, yeah, that was great. <clears throat> uh, good, <clears throat> good stories, sissies. My turn. Hi, booze. This is Andrea. I'm here to interject and let you know that this next story contains sensitive topics, so please feel free to skip ahead. My story is called I Constantly Have Dreams of My Dead Family Members. I'm starting to think it is actually them. Hello, I am a 20 female. I have lost a lot of people during my lifetime. The two biggest losses for me were my uncle and my dad. They were half-brothers, had the same dad. My father passed away from suicide when I was 8. My uncle also passed away from suicide when I was 16. I keep having dreams where I talk to them, mainly my uncle. One of the last conversations... One of the last conversations I have had with my uncle before his death was about his beliefs on the afterlife. He told me he believed in the quantum theory of death, that he would be on another plane slash dimension. Before his death, I told him I wished I had dreams of my dad more and could talk to him. My uncle told me that when he dies, he would always visit me and talk to me. My uncle was 24 when he died. My dad was 26. The night of my uncle's death was January 26, 2019, around 3 to 4 a.m. due to a small pistol. Around that time, I was still sleeping and had a dream that I was in my uncle's car. I saw my uncle appear in the driver's seat and I asked him what's going on. He told me how sorry he was. I kept asking him what he did wrong. That's when I woke up to my mom calling me at 5.30 a.m. She had told me my uncle shot himself and to not look on Facebook since some posts could be triggering for me. After that day of throwing up and constant sobbing, my family members calling me asking if I was okay since I was so close to my uncle, I had another dream that night. It was his car again. I asked him, why did you leave us? We had plans, Jeremy. He responded by telling me, I know we did. I'm sorry. I had to leave. I was in a lot of pain. Please don't hold on to being angry. I love you and we will get, we will be together again shortly. After weeks of grieving, I found out in late March I was pregnant. I was terrified. I was still going through puberty. My doctor told me I wouldn't be able to carry to term due to my hips not being fully developed. I had another dream again in Jeremy's car. I told Jeremy about my pregnancy and that I felt guilty that I needed an abortion at 16. He told me, you weren't going to meet this child. In fact, it won't ever grow into one. I'm sorry you're going through this, but just know this isn't forever. After my surgical procedure, I kept seeing praying mantises in my room. I kept finding small garter snakes, feathers at my doorstep. I still don't know what half of them mean. Seven months after my uncle's suicide, I was assaulted by one of his close friends. This friend gave a speech at my uncle's funeral. He even got his name tattooed. The attack was violent enough to give me a neck and head injury. This quote-unquote friend also made a movie about my uncle and I was on the cover of the film. In April of 2020, I found out the film would be releasing soon. I was disgusted with that. I prayed for my uncle to do something about it. The next day on April 30th, my rapist kills himself. I found out my friend had told my aunt what he did. My aunt confronted my rapist and he overdosed after admitting what he did. Around the same time, the man who abused my mother would die the day my dad did. The man who abused my mother had terrorized us for years. He was an addict. I always found it strange that he overdosed the same day as my father's death. My father also died from an overdose. After these awful men had died, I had more dreams of my uncle and father. The dream of my father was him telling me how proud he was of me for being so strong. He told me that my brothers will be okay, but that I still need to be their big sister. My dream of Jeremy I had next was him telling me that I was going to be okay, but I need to make smart choices from now on. <coughs> January 26, 2022, I have a dream of my uncle, me, my boyfriend, and my friend Ryan in Jeremy's car. I was making fun of Ryan in the dream, and my uncle finished a joke and said something funny. 
I can't remember it that well. But I laughed so hard, I was laughing in my sleep, and my boyfriend woke me up and asked if I was okay. I woke up around the same time Jeremy passed. That was the first anniversary I felt okay, not entirely sad. I recently had a double hernia repair surgery on January 24, 2023. On day four of recovery, I had a dream of Jeremy again. He told me... <clears throat> He told me that when I wake up, I wouldn't be in so much pain as I was. He touched my stomach in my dream, and I sure enough woke up not in pain and could finally walk around on my own. My last dream of Jeremy was on February 7th, 2023. This dream was different from the others. We FaceTimed, and I told him how much I missed him, and we were both excited to talk to each other, and I told him about college and my apartment and told him how much I loved him. He said he loved me too and how proud of me he was. I asked him when I could talk to him again, and he said anytime. I asked him when will, when will I see him again, and he told me soon that I shouldn't rush into seeing him and to enjoy my life because everything is temporary. I don't understand why that dream was over FaceTime and not in his car like before. Anyways, my family believes that my dreams I have are actually them. Some of my friends think so as well. I hope it is genuinely my loved ones. I hope someone can clarify why I kept getting the praying mantises and the snakes and feathers. Why in, And maybe even someone could help me interpret why the last dream I had was him over FaceTime and not in his car. <clears throat> so that was obviously um, a more recent post. And <clears throat> this girl has really gone through some horrible situations in her life. And I can only pray that everything gets better better for her and she goes up and up and up and that her father and uncle keep protecting her and watching over her but yeah yeah that one it was that one made me a little teary not gonna lie yeah it's i saw sad. this uh show um like uh my house is haunted or something like that i think and um it was a lady that was telling a story about you know her and her her child and what they went through in a haunted uh condo and the her child's father had um overdose and the uncle stepped in and was you know helping out in mm -hmm. any way that he could and he had a good relationship with her daughter and then the uncle passed away too and mm -hmm. in the middle of all this i guess i'm not i don't remember i think the condo the actual condo was haunted and it wasn't just a regular haunted. There was definitely a demon because oh it had to be, an exorcist had to take place. And, and I remember like only the St. Michael's prayer over and over again was able to like release it, right? Mm -hmm. But during that process, both the dad and the uncle were, were protecting as much Aww. as it could. So it was like a regular haunting mm -hmm. and it wasn't that bad. But not until, like, she did a Facebook post and then, like, someone came through, like, a medium that was like, nah, it's worse. It's not just a ghost. Yeah. That she got someone um, with, you know, exorcism tools <laughs> yeah. and able to do that. But if they weren't around, it, it would have been much, much worse for her. Right. Could you imagine what could have happened? Yeah. Yeah. It's really, really horrible, both those situations. Sad. Mm. Okay. Great stories. It, uh, Campfire stories this, yeah. this episode. I feel mm -hmm. bad ending on like a sadder note. Maybe I should look for another oh, one. Oh, well, here's a, a better note. We are going to take a sissy trip. Yeah, We're yeah. not going to tell you booze where, but we are. Because we don't know where. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you got a GoFundMe page me for it. So Go fund me, girl. <laughs> don't. <laughs> no, I'm joking. No, no, no. Just I kidding. So I you know what? Hotel discounts. <laughs> we need but You know what, booze? It'd be really great if you guys could leave a comment and give us or just DM us like different suggestions for places to visit. Yeah. Why not? It'd be cool. Like, maybe we, we like this. old we like and haunted. <laughs> I mean, like, do I really like going someplace haunted? No. But we're going to try it out anyway because we have mm -hmm. a haunted podcast. So, fuck yeah. it. Yeah, mm -hmm. get over your fears, Andrea. That's okay. I'll try. It's not like I'm we're laughing with when Nana pees herself. <laughs> I'm gonna go. <laughs> wear a pad. <laughs> 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 like, oh, guys, I can't. 
And Sydney pushes me and like I'm last on the end of the stairs. Sydney's gonna push both of us. Something's coming up the stairs and I pushed the two of us. Get out the way. Oh god. I would Thank hate you. you so much. How can you leave us? Uh, it's fine. Look how good you turned out. Okay, sissy. <laughs> Go ahead and tell the booze the usual, Nana. Oh, <clears throat> Please follow us on Instagram and Facebook. (laughs) What was I saying? No. What did you actually say? (laughs) Oh, I don't know. Thank (laughs) Thank you. I was like, no. (laughs) I saw the little cat. Okay, I need to go to bed. Um, Thank you, Boo, so much. (laughs) Exactly. Guys, March has been so busy for me, and it's not even getting any. I'm going horseback riding this weekend. Oh my god! That's funny. anyways. Back on track. Thank you, Boo, so much for tuning in. Please tune in next next episode. Um, you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Where else in true? I think that's it right now. <clears throat> that's, um, those are the two. What? Those are the two. Go ahead and email us at hauntedinmanaspodcast at gmail.com. Send us your stories. Have your coworkers send us your stories. Have your mamas, your grandmamas, your grandmamas. Your aunties, everyone. Your side piece. Go ahead and tell Cheaters. No. We not we do not. Andrea, you're awful. <laughs> Typical Sagittarius. How do you get that response? It's just what came out. You know who has recently got into murder and um, crime shows? Your brother-in-law. Oh, really? I appreciate That's all it. He wants to wants to watch. He just wants to watch all. I appreciate it. And I was like, bro, you that. are you are finally a white girl. So he can he can hide your body well. That's what. That's what it is. He knows I'll come back and haunt him. Yeah, he does. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> He'd never be able to go to the bathroom in peace. He'll <laughs> fuck with the Google that's up there. Change his podcast or whatever he listens to in the shower. Oh, yeah. 1067 <laughs> the fan. But yes, that's like it, it, Booze. Okay. okay <laughs> Enough bye. of our rantings. Um, yeah, bye. Adios. Y, y vaya con Dios. Dios.